0: All right, it is Monday. Good it's Monday. Fuck Sunday, May second. Oh my God, Star Wars Day's coming. Um, yeah. When's the last Star Wars movie? I think they've kind of had it on hold. They did the TV shows, but yeah, I think they've had the breaks on most of the stuff lately, which is fine. I'm not in a huge rush maybe let it cool off but yeah since mandalorian is up in it i think so i don't know if there's been something else oh well we'll run with that and see how it goes um yeah other than that things have been going good um my bad back isn't so bad anymore haven't gone for a run or anything crazy yet but I can do pull-ups. I attempted that the other day in the doorway. But other than that, yeah. <laughs> pushing pushing 50 is pushing 50. So taking it easy. And yeah, it was nice. We had our first outdoor market here. So I masked up, went to that. Oh, I got vaccinated because once again, pushing 50. So I'm in the correct demographic for age-wise so went and got my shot did some outdoor market shopping bought more I don't know why I think it's because I think I mentioned this earlier there's those Dr. Squatch ads that come up on YouTube all the time and it's about more natural soaps and kind of stuff it's more dude oriented the ads But then a while ago on some podcast there was a lady talking about just how I think it was sperm counts are going down because of all the crap we're doing to our bodies with plastics and oil products and just I do that some of the detergents and chemicals that we're putting in our bodies aren't technically soap anymore. So... I did some looking into that, and when I was at the outdoor market, I bought from a couple different vendors, I bought some soaps, like natural soaps, real soap. I believe in that ad that I saw on YouTube, the technical term for what we're using as a bar of soap, and maybe even with body washes, is it's technically a synthetic detergent. (laughs) That doesn't sound as glamorous, so... Yeah, I went and bought more natural soaps and stuff for myself just to kinda be a little less toxic and grindy on my body. So yeah, considering I've been eating like a dumpster, this might be a better idea. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so yeah. It's pretty neat. Vaccinated, out and about. There was a few days that were super warm. I'm not sure what 20 Celsius is in Fahrenheit. But I think we had one day that was 28, which is absurdly warm. And then there was like snow flurries the next day. It's ridiculous. <laughs> you can't get one or the other with this. So, ah, eh, it is what it is. But I think spring's here. So I'll take it. What else? Oh, one thing I wanted to bring up. And it's so weird that because of this podcast and me also moving it to a, um, a YouTube format, if people want to throw that on, this time around I don't have my face. I just have kind of snippets of the things I'm going to be talking about in a little bit here. But the one thing that kind of caught my attention and now has me wanting to look at it again is... In January, middle of the month, I made an NBA video because it was something I kind of wanted to delve into. And I know I've downloaded some software for editing, so I'm going to have to learn that because out of nowhere, this video I made of the 1979 NBA draft, and I chose that one because Larry Bird was drafted in the 78 draft and Magic Johnson was the first pick in 79. And to cut to the chase, that was my kind of point, that those two turned it into something different and something special going forward as a league and made it one of the serious contenders and one of the big four sports leagues in North America. And so I put this video up, and when I listen to it again, I cringe. And now I can see why some YouTubers have scripts. And they read their scripts, they edited it, and it's very polished because I'm very humming and high when I'm talking, and there's no edits to it. I pretty much went through a slideshow that I had made of the top 10 draft picks and then what I considered the draft steals that were later rounds, and it was. Poorly made, like the slideshow stuff looked cool, but my presentation vocally could have used a lot of work. And so I went back, I don't know why. Oh, I got an email that someone had commented on this, at the time, two and a half month old NBA video that I made for this channel that had just one video sitting there. So I kind of peeked in and the guy was like, oh, good job or some. It was positive. And then when I looked, it had shot up because I, I think I probably stopped because I posted it. And then like a week later, there was maybe three views. And you can see with YouTube when they stop watching and people pretty much they didn't even last two minutes out of the 10 ish that the video was. So I kind of was like, "Eh, maybe there's no demand for this. Plus, I don't know how their algorithm decides to suggest to you after people look up other NBA things, right? It's kind of interesting. And all of a sudden, I shot up to 250 views and I got a positive comment, a few thumbs up. Cool. And then now this week, I got another positive comment and just In this last week now, I've accumulated 50 more views. So I don't know what's caused this kind of swing up. I know there is a cult following for retro NBA, and that's I'm part of that. And I love to look up old games, old players, old series, and just old rivalries and just rewatch them. And I think I've even mentioned how funny it is because... It's people ripping um, VHS footage that they must still own and like play it on their VCR and then capture it somehow and post it on YouTube because there'll be games I'm watching and I'll comment in the back of my mind. I'm like, okay, someone needs to fix the tracking and you have to be like my Gen X or older, I'm assuming to even know what bitching about tracking is because DVD was late 90s already right so (laughs) funny stuff and so yeah it's just interesting that this one shot and kind of thing I gave up on this NBA channel now has piqued my curiosity so this week in my spare time I'm going to sit down get the stats and write the next video in the series which will be the 1980 draft and I'll keep going forward and posting these up maybe this can get some traction the qualifications to get monetized are unrealistic (laughs) but then again i say that and i have a podcast that um i've been at since i've been doing weekly we can honestly say i've probably been averaging 100 listens a month which is pretty cool for joe nobody (laughs) talking about the clouds or yelling at the clouds or whatever old people do (laughs) but it's been neat and it's kind of weird to see how it maybe once you get a little bit of traction it's the old and object in motion tends to stay in motion so if one two or three people stumble over my video and enjoy it and thumbs up it does that create traction that you can just keep going and going and going and get kind of this momentum. So I'm going to work on the 1980 draft and write that out, record it, learn how to actually kind of edit and do all the different kind of production stuff instead of creating a slideshow and just... I was doing stuff in one take, like I'm doing with this, And that's not a smart way to make polished videos in any way. So, yeah, I'm going to retry it and do one more and see how it feels and take the time to polish it and make it better. I guess that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, that's the other kind of weird thing that came up this week um, in all the other chaos (laughs) and just spring I'm happy it's finally here once my back's better can start running again and since blowing out my back it's become apparent that yoga has to become part of my routine as well um what else I I started looking into some retro games because one the old Lucas Lucasfilm series of games came up in conversation with a friend and then I started kind of uh, delving into retro games and the nostalgia of it and I know I have a conversation with my friend at least once a year and he's always of the mind you never touch something that gave you joy as a kid because you were looking at it through the eyes of young you and so when you revisit it now you're going to think it sucks especially with video games technology has come along um, just graphics the ability to make better games better memory everything but I started kind of delving into the retro games and the ones that gave me those um, really rose colored nostalgic feels and I came across a really good youtube channel speaking of youtube called lost sectors and it's these two guys and they get together i believe it's once a month and they'll bring up a game and it's like deeper games like rpgs or strategies stuff like that and i came across them because a lot of the games they review for the month and then discuss are a lot of the cornerstone games from when i was either in my teens or early 20s for these staples of really good, memorable games. And it's been nice to listen to someone else kind of reminisce and dote over these old... I believe dote's the right word. Whatever. (laughs) These old games that I used to enjoy. And I just watched their new one today, and it's great. And even now when they talk about what they're going to review for next month, which is a game called Syndicate. And I remember playing that so much in college. So now it's like these guys have found their niche audience. They don't get a boatload of views, um, but they've found their little corner of the market and this dedicated group of us that love what they're doing and love that conversation about what made games great 30 years ago. And that kind of plays into what I was talking about with this weird retro NBA channel that I was dreaming of and just how you just need to find, you don't need to get famous and have millions. You just need this little corner of the internet that's like-minded and enjoys the same things you did. And so it was neat that I found a video game one that kind of had the same... Mind frame that I do when it comes to retro gaming and looking back at stuff and whether you should revisit it. And now to give me that second push that I needed to work on what I was working on as kind of a little side project. And for me, it's not to get famous, it's not going to (laughs) happen. This podcast is fun enough to do and just to ramble it especially now when I don't see other human interaction just to get it out of my system and to talk <laughs> and I think making YouTube videos will kind of be entertaining in a way so we'll have to see it'll be fun I just got to get re-motivated I always seem to have this motivation roller coaster that I'm riding but I also thought I would there were a few kind of, I always, I remember I brought it up before how if something kind of when I'm flipping through the news catches my eye is like neat or off the beaten path kind of stuff, I make a note of it or screenshot it. And (laughs) I had a few this week and it's kind of funny. The first one is that I think it was an 80-year-old, yeah, an 80-year-old review of Citizen Kane got put into Rotten Tomatoes, and that bumped it down from its 100% approval rating to 99%, and there's actually another movie in there that has a 100% rating, so now Citizen Kane is not the greatest movie, air quotes, of all time. But it dumbfounds me that Paddington 2 is a perfect movie. I've never watched it. It may be. It's a kid's movie, so maybe it gets um, better reviews or friendly reviews. And it's more modern. I think it's 2018 that it came out. But it's hilarious that this Paddington Bear movie, I remember him from when I was a kid, has passed Citizen Kane as the highest rated movie of all time. Maybe a spiteful review will come in for the bear now, but it's hilarious. And I love how in modern times now on Twitter, there's a Paddington bear account and um, it tweeted out something about, I hope Mr. Kane isn't mad at me. So I like that this fake, plush, bearish shit talking Citizen Kane, which is still probably considered maybe not the greatest movie of all time, but influential-wise, and where it kind of holds its place in cinema history, easily in the top three ever. And so now you have Paddington Bear shit-talking you and claiming that it's a the best movie of all time. So when that popped up, I was like, okay, this is <laughs> purely worth talking about, obviously. Um, the next one that came up, that I found kind of interesting is, um, and it's a sports one, is that Yarmer Jager has decided to play his 34th season of hockey. So yeah, Jager not retiring after 33rd pro season. And he says, I still have it in me. So I think he's pushing 50. So he's roughly my age. But when you think this dude was or when he was a rookie in the NHL, I was 13 and now I'm turning 47 this year. So that's ridiculous. So he must've been 17 or 18 when he started in the NHL. He's Czech, I believe. So maybe he played there for a bit before, but I remember him starting and being a like a young player on those Pittsburgh penguin back-to-back championship teams. And he's up there for so many records. Um, he's always been good. And even I think two years ago, he was still in the NHL and played like Florida. He would always sign these weird like one year contracts. Cause I swear he was with Philly one season and then Florida one season and then kind of wound it down with Calgary and I guess now he's an owner or part owner of a team back home. and yeah, he's still clipping along. So to be that's something to be celebrated for him and I think it shows how sports science has come along and maybe it shows how well if you take care of your body, you can be a peak athlete now in your 40s, maybe even 50s, right? Like look at Tom Brady signed a four-year extension and so kind of the thing considering I'm mid to late 40s it's neat to see how everything's evolved that that isn't old anymore like go back find a photo album and look up the 50s the 60s the 70s and look up what dads look like especially when um, sugar and carbs and Things kind of started getting out of control with people, overeating and that, like, (laughs) or just aging, I guess. Like, 50-year-olds and maybe even 40-year-olds looked like old men back then. But even the other day, it depressed me when I heard, and it's true, that 37 is kind of midlife, that middle of the road for guys, And so, yeah, it doesn't dawn on you. And especially now with medicine, you're feeling better when you're older. So that one kind of jumped out at me because I remember him coming into the league when Pittsburgh started taking over as the team-to-be instead of the Oilers. And, of course, after like the Gretzky trade and stuff like that. So really weird, but good for him. Guys like him and Brady give me hope that I'm not falling apart even though I'm falling apart. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, the last one that was just something, a meme, of course, that made me laugh the other day. Um, It's that photograph of Ernie and Bert, like, lying in bed and having a conversation. And, of course, the meme is Ernie saying, In Return of the Jedi, how could the Ewoks have a dress that fit Leia? Unless they cooked and ate a woman her size. (laughs) And I don't know why that made me laugh so much. I guess the notion of those little cute guys like cannibalizing. I guess it's not cannibalizing if it's something else. Whatever. Killing a human or humanoid thing. And then when she rolls around, they like her. So they're like, hey, we happen to have this nice dress in your size. (laughs) Just laying around. Uh, (laughs) uh, I love the brilliance of the internet. When They're not being trolls. They come up with some pretty funny shit. Anyways, that's my week. YouTube has re-motivated me um, to give it another go. I don't think I'm really spreading myself. If anything, I'm wasting time again. So, hopefully. And then, I don't know when they're going to roll out more like the second wave of vaccines so that maybe someday I can have someone in my house again but right on happy Sunday have a good week looks like we're firmly into spring so get out there get some air and then we can start living normal again but anyways have a good one I'll talk with you later